You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Double Tap. This is Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. I am your returning host, Crash, in the building. Uh, I know it's Tuesday. So that for those that might know, I was a little ill yesterday. That's why we didn't get to do the show last night. But we got to get some really awesome stuff with my two co-hosts that are here. Of course, we got Meza and Static G in the building. Hello. Uh, with some guests from our other network shows here. They they took on they took on the world, actually, technically. Yes, we did. Scott, you know, Scott Pilgrim technically took on the world. But he's hanging right there next to Static G. If y'all y'all watching us here live, I'll mash those buttons on Twitch. Uh yeah. For, I, I was on. I was lurking in that stream, and all love to those that gave me the heads up. I said, "Yo, we sick. I'm sick. I can't make it." Uh, and though they they were like, "All right, you know what? We still got this time. Let's play some games." So we're back at it. It's here. It's happening on Tuesday. A little different, but it'll get the show out as soon as possible. So welcome, guys. Of course, this is Double Tap. This is a podcast dedicated to everything and anything of the fighting game community. And bro, what a freaking time for me to work. That's the reason I felt under the weather afterwards because I was working for two for like not even two days, like four days straight in a venue, uh, in a remote place, and have so much damn news that I just couldn't. I was just like this, just like no freaking way, like that I could come back after feeling like this and cover everything. So I had to take that day off. But we coming back into it. But we coming in super strong because it isn't just us that are going to be taking care of this. We do have ourselves a sick guest on the sidelines that's going to be joining us talking alongside these awesome updates that are going down but we've got some cross community love we're going to get into of course so meza give us the 411 who's our victim excuse me <laughs> who's our guest today so guys uh you probably may not know him some you may because i know a lot of the naraka blade point community uh here's his name everywhere whether it's uh lucky nephi or the thrower or you know, Sly Cat, whatever you may go by. Oh yeah, dude, he has many names. But um, the a man. Thrower. Hold on, I'm gonna ask this one in a second. But go on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, someone who is uh very very well known in the Canadian community for uh many many ventures of doing things, uh, whether it be comic cons or you know tournaments for fighting games. So without ado, guys, it's gonna be Lucky Nephi, aka just Nephi. Hey, what's going on? Welcome, Nephi. Welcome to the building. Welcome to the show. Yeah, great. I love to be here. Thanks, Mizza. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down <laughs> on the excitement, man. You just you're killing me with all this right now. You're just coming in with this energy strong. He's 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 sipping on something on the side, hanging out, just having a chill night. It's Tuesday. If it was Monday, it'd be different. But we appreciate you coming through, Lucky. Uh, I love to be uh, here. So 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 real quick. So like Meza was talking about, we've got You've got a history and your hands in a lot of things, like many of us, right? We got mad love for a lot of different games. We got a lot of different paths. I was gonna, I was asking you this earlier before we even started the show, and you're like, "Yo, it's a funny story," but I gotta say it. So, give the viewers right now, give the viewers a heads up as to your background in what it is in fighting games, how you end up being a TO, and what you're doing now. Where, where, where can pe- people kind of catch out in the wild as it is? Um, so. It goes a long way back. I think my first venture into esports was all the way in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in um, mm. the Chinese League of Legends scene, essentially. So Shanghai All Stars happened. Uh, that it's that's called LPL, LCS equivalent in uh, North mm-hmm. America. Yeah. And um, when I was there, essentially what happened was I was one of the few people that could speak English and Chinese relatively fluently, right? So all the people they brought in and speak a lick of Chinese. 
uh, even the like the riot mm. CEO or anything like that. There was no real interpreter that was they had like one or two interpreters. So I had to help out with that. So that's where I got started. But I'm not going to dwell too hard on me because I don't care about League anymore, even though I have a tattoo of League. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> how you gotta hold on that was two sides of the spectrum like, I don't give a damn it's on my skin dog well, like I'm about well, wait what was that on your wait what was that on your arm what was that what was the tattoo I couldn't I could only see it for a second uh, I only showed it for a second because I don't know if I can show it on stream <laughs> it's just like a brief oh damn okay so there's what no was it there's no nudity or anything like that but it's just like it's like if people know they know right <laughs> but okay all right yeah, fine yeah. fine we'll get we'll get it we'll get up we'll tweet it out later we'll get him to <laughs> send us a picture and we'll tweet it out later but anyways um so i moved on i in shanghai there was a huge arcade scene um especially with uh yes, kof right uh yes because yes. like i'm from hong kong and it's like literally the moment you're born they sit you in front of an arcade cabinet and they put you in front of 98 right and he put, no, put some change in front of you i believe it they give you a stack of the manga and then they're like i read up on the lore <laughs> right off you go right but i haven't played a kof since 98 until 15 came out right mm. um but mm. that's dude it, it'd be real on some kof we've we've covered a story where motherfuckers been stabbed <laughs> yeah. in arcades over a kof match like oh. it, it, this shit is not real my man is not even exaggerating it that's it, the crazy it's just part. like japan it's you know? wild you, you're, even though you're like eight or nine everyone's like smoking up a storm right like all the cigarettes are there right mm-hmm. all the money all the quarters or whatever equivalent yep. of a hong kong dollar is is right on the little box thing right and i grew up around asia right so that i, I went from different mm-hmm. eras of uh areas of arcades like i went from so i went from hong kong to philippines to korea mm-hmm. right because my parents work i would have to move every two to three years right so eventually i ended up in in uh china as well right and then the reason why i started doing toing okay. was again that links back to the league situation is i was one of the few people that was like an international student in high school that spoke english and chinese so anyone that wanted to play that was either coming from russia that they, that mostly speak better english than they did chinese or you know international students or people that were visiting and visited arcade scene yeah. i would help out with that right so i'd help out toing in that sense more of like an interpreter than like doing bracket systems or anything like that and then i end up eventually in canada trying to to but the problem was is i didn't understand the canadian scene that well and um let's just say there was mm-hmm. a, a lot of things i learned very quickly that you don't do in North America that you might be able to do in uh, like an arcade setup, right? I went from arcade to consoles, right? Mm-hmm. Arcade to PS4s. Yeah. It's very different, right? So I learned very quickly how how difficult it is to TO on your own and not have like support because people that were supposed to help me didn't show up. So I ended up as an, an article <laughs> in Sharokin under banned TOs because <laughs> of uh, a little bit of a mess, <laughs> right? Um, it was kind of exaggerated. It, got cleared up like a lot of other main tos like neil russo if you know neil russo from toronto top tiers mm-hmm. um or uh nagata from the bbz scene or anything like that they all had my back yeah right? and they said hey look it's his first tournament right cut him some slack right uh he shouldn't be on a band to list with people that scammed people <laughs> right it's not the same equivalent or anything like that but that's where i started essentially like a tldr of doing some toing stuff behind the scenes competing all that kind of stuff and my main game was uh tekken 7 okay fire, fire. And, and look at that, like of the most unlikeliest of like reasoning right it's because of a language barrier is kind of what helped break you through 
into where, where what's led you down the path now. Like most people think like, oh, you got to be boom in it, man. Like you got to just know people from the rip. It's like, nah, man. And I'll, and, and unseen opportunity could could lead your path down, you know, something like that, which is kind of wild. I actually did not expect it to be like, oh, because I was an interpreter. And that's like just what started you. I thought it was like my brother's cousin's second remove. <laughs> like, yeah, played Street Fighter 2 once <laughs> and I got into it like or something or something like that. Right. Or the, the generic, you know, hey, I've been in the arcades like, uh, you know, some. some I, I mean, that was part so of it. Like, you know, was, I grew up in the arcade scene. There's definitely still a part yeah. for sure, but it's like that. It seemed like that was like your your real kind of jumping off point was was that moment there, and then uh, and then you traveling over here and now getting kind of the experience. So 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 you just developed your time like in in. Are you still are you still based out in Canada? I'm still based in Toronto. I've kind of been like uh, okay. staying here for the last seven eight years because I'll be very blunt. Okay, <laughs> I think the fighting game scene is kind of like it's not. Like we have some really strong anime players, like in Guilty Gear or Unist, mm-hmm. right, or Street Fighter, or like mm-hmm. we have incredible fighters, right. But I think the, the in the terms of like linking it to esports or like production side of things, mm-hmm. we're we're pretty behind the U.S. And it, it's kind of like I've been trying to help change that and try to expose uh, more of the Canadian players, at least in the Tekken scene to give them opportunities to be able to travel or give them like, you know, push them to like, Hey, like, even if it's your own money or anything like that, it's like, you don't always have to have an org back mm-hmm. you. You don't have to play at the highest level. Absolutely. You, not. you just take your money and travel. And we have a guy, um, he's like a road warrior. He plays like street, uh, more, more of the older street fighters. Um, uh, psycho, mm-hmm. uh, I forget his full handle, but he takes, wait, you're talking, you're talking about psycho. Yeah. Con? That guy. That guy, Brett? Oh, Brett. Dumb Brett? Brett? Oh, everybody knows that Marvel guy. You, you, it will never fail to see Psycho Chronic, aka Brett. Shout out to you, homie. In every event, you can <laughs> see him yeah. in New York one yep. day at the end of a tournament. Another tournament could be happening literally like within eight hours, and he's like there in the <laughs> West Coast. And I'm like, and bro, I just trying. saw you. How the fuck are you he's over there? Every, you know, like he's taking whatever option, whatever at his funding he has at disposal, and yes. he is he's doing like, it. Yo, man, I'll take the bus $25 7 hour get, trip I'm there I was like prize. you know what respect <laughs> he will do it exactly respect yeah. respect I don't think any like I have just this is dude and I'm talking this is like a decade or so I must have met him even back yeah it had to have been even yeah. as long as that it's like he has ago. always been like that shout out shout out to yeah, Brett shout out guy. to the road warriors shout out to one of the truest road warriors that legit my man will make it to a tournament as soon as he said he says yes in his mind he'll make his and, way and, out there. and he's good even cosplay yeah, he's uh, good. What was it? Terry Bogard one year. And yeah, I thought he was somebody yeah, else. I was I like, hey, what's that. up? And I was like, wait, I know you, but I don't know you. But what's up, man? <laughs> like, yeah, he's but, just uh, everywhere. No, he was a Nemesis player. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yep. in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Says a lot. <laughs> yes. It does, a lot. No, dude, oh, if you can make oh, it as a Nemesis well. player, you're doing something right. Facts, facts. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're you're trying to bring up those opportunities because like, you know, you're trying to bring, I'm assuming you're trying to bring things like you know, having Tekken World's tour stops happening up in, in Canada, yeah. right, to give these players the opportunities. And like you said, you don't you don't have to have an org behind you to, to back it, right? Uh, as the truest words uh, that I've ever been told by uh, an OG player saying, like, because I, I asked once, I was like, hey, who who's sponsoring you? Because I'd always see this particular <laughs> player. She looked at me and she was like, I'm self-sponsored. Yeah. I was like, ooh. As soon as I saw that Tekken player okay. start putting in their org, my wallet, I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's the way to go. Yeah, that's it. Did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. 
Okay, so so based out based out in Canada, you're just trying to give opportunities, obviously, to these players. Um, you're still you're still working events, not maybe not as much. I know uh, we're gonna get into you know kind of like the in in a later part of the podcast as to you know this crossover with this other community. But are you still kind of involved now with fighting games? Still, like you know, even if it's to like a, a limited extent, or are you just trying to help? Kind of, are you kind of you're still learning, obviously, but are you still kind of trying to bring? Are you seeing new TOs come up and trying to help them kind of? dodge you know a couple bullets here and there when you can um i just help out the mainstay og tos and um like right oh, right okay. now um like neo russell is one of the otis tos for uh, uh especially on the ontario scene and then there's uh vince who runs mm-hmm. the tekken world tour and capcom Pro he kind of took over the mantle that canada cup you know lap she kind of left behind right because he no longer has to be under that thumb <laughs> right he can just because he used to work yeah, he gotcha, used to work gotcha. with Lapchi. Right. So, um, but I work very mm-hmm. closely with Vince. Um, and he tra he does the thing is like something I, I will never forget he said is like anyone can make it in esports, right? It, it's just that you have to market mm-hmm. yourself in a way that's beyond fighting games, because we all know <laughs> fighting mm-hmm. games is kind of poverty, right? <laughs> so it it is. It yeah. is. We've, we've talked about it plenty of times before. It's it's it is in your best interest. As much as you love doing fight doing fighting games yeah. and all that it is in your best interest to kind of diversify your yeah. portfolio right you wouldn't put all your stocks you, you in can't one, quit your day job on one company right you you gotta you yeah yeah we're not we're not at that <laughs> no, level we're, we're not we're sure. not league of legends like, only Valorant. the top top points whatever <laughs> yeah. percent are barely able to and even do that they have day to jobs a good extent <laughs> right exactly and half the time they're doing something yeah. they're either consulting on the side still or branching or, off you know they're like, working they're branching off and doing other games at the side too, which is completely fine. There is no, there's no hate on yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. In the current state of fighting games, as of right now, it's still, we're still very much the kiddie pool yeah. of esports. I, I am happy to see that sense, right. The prize pools are smaller, but it's definitely. Yeah, I'm wrong. happy to see that we have like the second golden age kind of happening right now. Um, and yes. there's a lot of good stuff that's happening with like the the emphasis on rollback after co- the COVID lockdown era. Like it's just pushing, mm-hmm. you know. That the on the state of online game the way that especially especially with Tekken and Street Fighter Five. <laughs> yes, yeah, dog. Like holy uh, shit, man. I, I tried. Like, all love, all love to the Tekken homies in Philly. All I the tried. fucking Tekken players are I trying, know. dog. All the go, fucking Tekken go. players are trying. Like, right, you have to do PC to get better net play. Not everyone uh, got PC, and it's like where it's a struggle, and it's like. We just want to come back to offline to get that hype because, yeah, like, Tekken I think is one of the best. I think, in my yeah. opinion, Tekken is one of the best, like, just uh, uh, watching, like, spectating yeah. mm-hmm. games to watch. Like, you don't have to know it. Too. But, like, every hit, like, no counter hit in any game right now. I don't care if Strive does it in big-ass fucking bold letters <laughs> and puts it behind. No hit when it hits home in fucking Tekken feels so and good to watch. And the rage like, yeah. in any other game. The Exactly. Like, yeah. no other game brings the hype the way it does. So, it's, like, it's such a killer and it's such a struggle. And you know, we're like you said, we're in the rollback fucking dynasty right now, where everyone's trying to. You know, developers are listening, right? COVID was a big. Who thought fucking, they'd give us a, a persona? So like, many. What? <laughs> of all games, it's, it's gotta, it's gotta start somewhere. It's gotta start somewhere. Harada, please, right. like, right? But you know what? Funny enough, they they talked about that uh, at and, the roundtable, and, yeah. uh, and at the roundtable, right? Yeah, the round. We just had the the Japanese roundtable go on. The part was a part three, and um, another thing that came up. Uh, cause you brought it up earlier and it's fucking, well, it's fucking tattooed to your goddamn 
skin <laughs> is, is League of Legends, right? Yeah. They were they talked they brought up uh, Project yeah. L, right? Because the free to play model, you know, the business model of that, right? Like, you know, there's some games that have done it to some extent, like Street Fighter Five kind of dipped his toes. Ki did it completely years ago, right? 2013 version came out, um, and and some others, and it's kind of been, you know, rumored and not even rumored, but even like Harada himself stated on that roundtable, he's like, they are they are pretty damn confident it's going to come out with free to play and the game already has a lot of eyes on it right because you know it's fucking it's league of legends right it's right it's a huge ip yeah. worldwide appeal yeah. everywhere fucking everywhere. especially after it's, the netflix show it, you now know, it's even more global especially right oh, everyone's yeah. gonna be like yo i didn't was, know arcane had a game this was, is yeah. fire <laughs> they made an arcane game <laughs> this is so you. sick <laughs> yo jinx from was, fortnite is in arcane and now she's in yep. this other game called league of legends that's fucking wild <laughs> this is like the weirdest time because um, it's perfect timing it, it it well it makes sense it, it kind of it, it makes more it, it, it tends to have been a little bit of luck too but um you know between you know project l is getting looked at like fucking crazy because you know like i said right huge ip um it's a 2v2 so that's interesting we finally got to see a little look on that so team based and you know you have such fucking fgc pedigree and and other guys that are working on behind it right from your clockworks to your fucking mccannon brothers uh, you got guilty gear players you got marvel players you got players that are touching all different aspects that are going to be that are part of it you have and good marketing <laughs> well great i mean the, the strength on it is that it hasn't been marketed and yet fucking everybody i mean is looking forward to it i mean look nobody was looking at roblox and they looked at roblox now right <laughs> yeah well, i mean roblox i hear my went nephew like public and it was like and it was like 90 dollars a share they're like oh shit this is something else now and yeah, that's that's a whole other that's a whole other can of worms. But my question, my question for you is, you know, what your thoughts are on on Project Dell stuff? Like, are you are you seeing it the same way? Do you think, you know, that with it coming out the gate with say like a free to play system, you know, is that going to be something that we could apply to fighting games in the future to make it more accessible? Uh, because you know that's something like I said they were talking about in the in the roundabout. It's like they in the roundtable is that. They're looking at them because if Riot can figure out a, a, a business plan for it, that's gonna fucking just shift the entire uh, ecosystem. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah. Ecosystem. Yeah, let's go the, the entire ecosystem for fighting games in the future. Um, I think I think fighting games are one of the rarer things that if it were free to play, there's not too much of an issue, right? Um, the monetization would. I think the best way to monetize is the way that League of Legends monetized, where you can buy skins outright. There's no like gambling mechanic. Because uh, <laughs> I think the biggest issue with like a lot of uh, Asian release games, uh, especially from the Chinese and the Japanese, is that they have such a gacha, you know, gacha <laughs> gambling aspect. Yes, exactly. To yes, it yeah. when it's free to play, and I, like the most recent example uh, that exploded was Genshin. Right. Um, it's like, you know, a free to play right? Breath yeah. of Wild and you can completely enjoy it and all the free content. But it, at the same time, a lot of the mm -hmm. gameplay mechanics of characters are locked behind the gambling mechanic. And it's a very predatory mm -hmm. game gambling mechanic. And I know Riot has gone about it the right way. And, and, and like another example is like Apex or even like Call of Duty. It's just cosmetics. Everything is just pure cosmetics, and you can buy it outright. Yes. You don't have to gamble yeah. for it, right? It's not like CS:GO all over where I can sell a skin for one hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars, right? The original NFTs, which is like ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> NFTs before they were NFTs. Yeah, straight yeah, so up, straight up. It's funny. Um, they didn't when they didn't mention it in the the roundtable, like how they they view it would be like something that would start off big and then dwindle over time, like. 
they don't they don't really want some of them don't want to do that um mm -hmm. but i find that you know i think in the american market it might just work because look at brahala i i don't personally know who's playing brahala but um fucking thirty thousand people damn yeah. near daily are yeah playing but it. i, I but i don't steam I don't, db alone i don't know them few but at the same time like but that's also true yeah right. i have not seen I, I can't confidently say I don't, I don't know who I've seen that is just like a, a straight brawl of the player in but real then, life. Yeah. It's tangible in front of me. But then when you get into it, like if it's a free to play game, how many more people are playing it? How many more people are raging because they've lost or something, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, that are just like, oh, I didn't like this game, you know? So, well, so I, I don't know. Something, just, I, mm -hmm. something I see that's interesting is because I uh, remember I dabble a lot in the mobile games and I see how they do their structure. And I think it's very actually well done. So if you look at something like KOF All-Stars, mm. SNK doesn't have to go that route to make it free because they kind of only pump out one game every few years. So it's, it's a staple, right? It's like, okay, it's always going to be that upgrade to the better version of that game. But I think if them making it free to play and just adding all these cosmetics or being able to acquire older versions of a character like in KOF All-Stars, I think that still works for them. They still make a lot of money. And then they do crossovers. Now, now, when that happens, now the kind of problem becomes, right, like all these tangible items you can get out of, say, luck of the draw or being able to pull it or something. Now it's like, on the competitive sense, is there going to be like a tournament mode that unlocks them for you? Because now, now we're talking be about, it has to be items that can't affect competitive integrity in any way, shape, or form, or competitive advantages, disadvantages, and like, such, right? Look at it like a core, a core group of characters, right? Maybe you have 40 core characters, and then, mm -hmm. you know, you do it just like Mortal Kombat did. We had variations, right? So maybe you mm -hmm. can do equipable variations or something like that, where maybe you don't want to play Terry from, you know, 98, but, you know, it's KOF All-Stars Terry is the primary, but you can play maybe two variations that they allow, Right, which might be KOF, you know, All Stars and the KOF 15 version and 14 version. That's it. Well, if he was in 14, I don't think he was. Um, but or Market Wolves version, right? You know, something like that. We do gotcha, those three, gotcha. and then every other one of Terry is just like something you could play for fun online. It's kind of like a, it, it's kind of like that concept of playing any variation you want online for Mortal Kombat instead of forcing it down everybody's throat. At least they can play it freely. But you know, if you still want to get that competitive vibe where you go to a tournament. They'll lock it into three characters, or you know, just that one. I think it's still very doable, and they're all like the main core is like all accessible, right? Because then you could gotcha the rest of the characters, which would be people are going to do it regardless. So why not make your money? So funny enough, my thoughts on on Project L is when it comes, it's going to come towards um, items, like right in League, you got items, you have build outs, you have loadouts, you craft a completed item by the end, or you know, the goal is whatever. You're doing AP, you're doing damage, you're doing, I don't know, uh, attack speed and such, and your build-out is different. I think that's what they're going to do, or at least that's what makes the most sense as uh, how they're going to approach it in Project Dell. I'm not going to go super deep into it, but it's what, you know, fundamentally, functionally-wise, it also makes sense on how you're going to be able to bridge, like, what you can do from League, right? Like, how can you bring the League of Legends players to come in? Yeah, sure, the IP is going to be already strong enough to make people try to play, right? Because maybe they don't give as much of a shit as your reuse your terries your fucking uh, uh souls or whatever like they have no connection to those characters but you know your jinxes your fucking dariuses or whatever like they'll be like yes i'm down for this because that's my character that's my joint that's my boy i'm gonna play it um i think items similar to like you know like street fighter x tekken kind of did with, with fucking 
gems, and then you've got fucking MVCI with your Infinity Stone loadout smash. and such. Oh, like, and, they well, no, disable smash, items. Yeah, no. My bad. Yeah, Sorry. Disable items. <laughs> I play with items and, and, on. And, and, no I'm kidding. And, and it's and it's and the game's final, supposed to be dog, played. See, see me fucking Final Destination, dog. No items. <laughs> Fox only. Let's go. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I like that in the sense of that it actually does change things before you even get into the game uh, versus, you know, or, or it can dictate how the game, how you're going to play the game or what options you're going to have towards the game before. Similar to, once again, like you said, Meza variations. Um, but yeah, this, besides that, uh, during the roundtable, yeah, they talked about the, the free-to-play model and their thoughts on offline events, which I think is very interesting because this is going to coincide with another announcement that went down uh, that we'll talk about in a sec. It's like online has completely flipped the script on so many not even so many, all, all fucking communities. It's not just, no one, no one's safe. No one was safe, right? And some, some have been able to pivot. Some, you know, were born in the online, i.e. like your strives and shit versus uh, some that didn't kind of get the chance as much, like your Grand Blues that kind of just got their fucking legs cut out underneath them before they even got the chance to really, you know, get a full hold. And then others are, are struggling, like Tekken, where it's like, the net play wasn't there or your even your street fighter as well like the net play wasn't there and and it was a wake up call for these for these developers to 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 check themselves now as we're kind of coming back a little bit right slowly but surely we're getting we're getting majors right combo breakers in the horizon we're getting our ceos we've already had several events come down the thing that's funny is like the weeklies and some of the locals are the ones that are like suffering Right now, but if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't seen like a recent tweet, because this is one that I want to bring up, uh, Arturo took to Twitter, as, yeah. as all fighting games catch do, it. right? Um, uh, or TS Seven, right? To for, for those that just don't know, uh, took to Twitter and was like, "Hey, uh, what is it? NLBC Weekly uh, attendance is, is low, like, right? The attendance is low, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If someone can either give me a link to that tweet while I'm still looking yeah, for I it, saw, uh, um." Attendance is low, and they're like, "What's going on here?" You know, we we don't want something like uh like uh, like level up uh, or next level, excuse me, to uh to be closed down or anything where I have having to send close up the doors. But it's like the shift in I don't have to leave to really have a good tournament, right? Online tournaments are coming out of the fucking woodwork. Net play is getting better, hoping you know it becomes across the board. Like you said, you know, there's some that are still kind of lagging behind, like your tech and sevens and such. Um, you know, praying for the rollback, but coming back to online like now needs to have some sort of fucking like uh what's it what how do you want to call it the uh a uh a a sounds messed up to say it's like not a reason but an incentive to come out because yo man gas is high fucking i have a limited amount of time i still gotta travel back the cost of travel like you said the cost of traveling there the you know Technically, maybe the higher cost of also entry versus a free online event that still has a good, a decent amount of, of money in it. Um, what's the incentive to go out? Like, have you been seeing that in your area as well, Lucky? Like, I, I know it's already kind of been tough as it is, but have you seen any locals pop up and kind of be faced with the same kind of issues? Uh, funny enough, our locals are actually pretty strong. Uh- <laughs> Mm. Uh, I think it helps that we're right next to a university and a college. Uh, you our main local that's going. Oh, around. absolutely. Um, it's also a fifteen thousand oh, yeah. square feet gaming arena, so that 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 helps out a lot. And Vince runs it. Um, so it's it's biweekly as well. Um, and uh, it's just I think people, at least over here, majority of people 
I'm sure it's the same over there in the US. But I think it's just that people have gotten so used to online and the comfort of playing at your own, mm-hmm. you know, your own place and using your own peripherals and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, you know, being able to eat your own food and not have to pay for the food that you might not want to eat kind of thing. <laughs> right. Uh, to the point where yeah. it's like, why would I change this? Right. But then they also realize, well, nothing beats the local and nothing beats the major. Right. So a, a lot of people over here are just really like been supporting the locals as much as they can, uh, especially with the new games like KOF or Guilty Gear or even more recent, uh, not, not so long ago. Um, what was it? Uh, there's another anime fighter that came out and it kind of died down a bit. Like, for, uh, Melty Blood. Which Melty? Melty, yeah. Yeah. Melty yeah. Even when Melty came out, there was a huge, uh, uh, reception to it for a while. And I, there's like, you know, at least 10, 11 mm-hmm. people that still sign up for that game. Uh, every, and we also don't do it every week, right? I think that's a lot. Of, I think a lot of, uh, TOs get burnt out on the fact, oh, we have to run this every week. Uh, quite honestly, if you run it bi weekly and, you know, swap out the main games that you run, every week i think that helps out a lot right because then you get kind of give love to more yeah so they get more of a focus because if you're running like six games you can only stream two right or three right there's only or like the top four of one game right when as if you split Mm -hmm. it up and then you do it like you know you take bi-weekly breaks in between a week in between you give time to people to like you know book in that day off or like come in from uh, mm-hmm. that time to go to a weekly and all that kind of stuff. So um, at least in Toronto, I, I don't, I'm not sure about Montreal or uh, um, actually Vancouver has been pretty strong too. At least in Canada, it's been pretty active, even mm-hmm. even the more rural, like the Newfoundland areas, uh, the locals have been pretty uh, active uh, in terms of uh, making sure that they're still a local, right? Um, maybe just been some venue changes. Some a lot of venues shut down because of COVID. Just couldn't afford to yeah. keep keep their uptake, right? Stay yeah. up, and the profit margins are really yeah. small, and even smaller than right. So, yeah, so straight up, straight up. It's actually interesting because I wonder if that also is affected by like Evo because Evo kind of announced the games that they announced uh, were going to be kind of like main stage possibilities. Right. And I mean, we I just saw a tournament over the weekend crossover um, crossover arc 2020, uh, 2022, which had 125 attendees. So, yeah. I mean, even if it's a monthly, Solid. it seems like people Hell are showing yeah. up, but maybe like not as much like, you know, Melty has like 23 people showing up, but it's some of the best on the East Coast, if not the best on the East Coast. So it's very interesting because, you know, in Canada, I feel like. You guys are a lot. I feel like you guys are just a lot more spread apart than we are. Yeah. So I have so much harder. land and yeah, so little but, people yeah. <laughs> compared to the U.S. That is, that yeah. is, that is actually very yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, we have what almost forty million. True. You guys have four hundred million, but we have like this giant landmass, right? And, and in Toronto, yeah. it's like yeah. super dense. I can go into the subway and probably see someone yep. that I know, right? <laughs> like weekly, right? Like, I'm going to see somebody. Yeah. like, hey, I know that person, right? <laughs> Because that's just how dense it is in Toronto. Facts. So. Facts. Um, so, yeah. So, it's kind of like an interesting state because, like I said, the, you know, the, the games that are kind of getting a new, a new lease on life as well with, with rollback has, has, been, has been great. But it's like, you know, the incentives for me, it's like, you know, one, one idea I thought of was just, this is just me talking. This is like more becoming TO talk right now because I, I think we've all, I, I think everyone in this room actually has like run tournaments on different levels. Um, but uh, in my, in my perspective, like, you know, I've always, I've always been, I've been playing with the idea of hybrid, the, the hybrid tournaments where it's like, 
you could have a venue, but you could also still make it accessible online, right? If if said game has you know either good net net play, i.e. your rollback, you know whatever, um, it that you could make it that it's like you can play online, um, at this cost. Say just putting number out there. Say it's fifteen to play, right? It goes completely to the pot. You know the fifteen goes to the pot. While as if you come to the venue, you only have to pay ten, five, or whatever, right? To help kind of compensate that gap of having to travel, right? Like if you're gonna travel, instead of paying the fifteen plus the ten to put in for your gas, we'll save you that ten dollars gas. But you come to the venue, and the venue has I don't know fucking B, uh, uh, B, BNF, you know, uh, uh, beverages and, and food. Or, excuse me, F and B is the other way. F and B and shit, food and beverage. Um, you know, so you can kind of still make, right, recoup your your kind of money there, but incentivizes the players to come and play out there. Also, on top of like maybe they don't have great internet, right? Like maybe they're just like it's a little shoddy, and you're giving them an actual spot that's you know consistent. You have everything set down, packed. So it's like competitive at the highest. Like this is the best you can get to it. Um, I think that's where it's gonna eventually kind of evolve. At least that's in my thought, in my process. That's how I would try to sell it to a player or to a community. Be like, hey. I completely am fine with y'all staying at home. You ain't got to even put on pants and just fucking play. I will not shame nobody for doing that. I will not put no hate on it because I know you want to support, but at the same time, logically, you're like, bro, I like, you know, I, I don't want to go out or that. And it's fine, you know. But on the other side, you know, it's if you want, if you to support the scene, you, you, you gotta, you gotta support in some way, shape, or form. So like the, the, the middle ground here is that, you know, most of the time you see online's are like free. Nine times out of ten, right? They're usually free to enter, um, but it's like that's where it would change. It's like okay, you can put a cost to it, but you can incentivize a player to come out and have a cheaper cost, if not the same, maybe almost you know overall. T- but that's including their expense, right? The expense of traveling, expense of the fucking bus, or expense of even buying one meal on the side. It still comes out even, so you're not doxing the players more. Um, but as long as you can meet whatever your overheads are with other aspects, B and E and such like, uh, or BNF, not breaking an entry breakfast, <laughs> breaking an entry. Yeah. You know, breaking an entry now, beverage and food and shit. Uh, F and B baby, uh, bacon and eggs. Yeah. I love that. It's delicious. Maybe sell some of that. Um, like that's, that's how, like I would see it. Do you think like, that's like a direction we have to end up taking or is it like the inevitability that like it's for like offline? I don't think it's ever going away, but I think it's like what the, the thing is, it's kind of heading towards. It's like, Either it's like your special events or like your more majors, like they will become more of the commonplace while like, you know, a regular local could just strictly be ran online right now. I think it would have to get to the point where the rollback is good enough that it would feel like, mm. right? Because I, I, there's some games yeah. that like where you can emulate frames, right? The the delay, frame delay or mm-hmm. a rollback, but it has to yes. be. Yeah. I think it has to get to the, I think, I don't think it's anytime soon that kind of setting could be feasible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also depends, like you mentioned, the internet of that venue. Right. Can it handle that many different times where the some player might have to play an online player? Right. And I also think yeah. it would be unfair if, like, let's say my bracket, I'm playing everyone offline, or my bracket, I'm playing everyone online. Right. I'm. I guarantee you, it would be an easier time for the person who is playing mostly offline opponents. Right. And then they have to adapt to like, okay, this guy has a slight delay. Unless that everyone has that mm-hmm. same delay or like same 
framed intervals right mm. there's it's just it's just right now i don't think we're quite there yet there is we are at that starting point of where emphasizing aerobic and all that kind of stuff but the at least like yeah. we're not korea <laughs> online infrastructure right <laughs> so nah, north nah. Uh, u.s infrastructure yeah. is actually some of the yeah, worst yeah canada uh it's all right but it's pretty bad cost wise <laughs> right like our our, mm, our, our gotcha, telecom gotcha. costs are ridiculous right uh in comparison to what you can get from a u.s phone plan right so it's just i think until we get to that point where everything's a a fair and balanced state of uh at least connection where like it could emulate mm-hmm. the situation of like an online offline setting which is like quite far ahead <laughs> to be quite frank um yeah it, it would be rough to do that there are certain games where like that could be okay Right. And to link it back to, to something bright we're probably going to talk about later, I can see Naraka being that kind of like middle ground because it's not quite fully a fighting game and it's not quite fully a shooter. Right. But if the online infrastructure for that game is sound and more central, it could be like a mix. A, a lobby could be a mix of online and offline players. Like a portion could be uh, land and a cool portion can be. Uh, online right um but i think for fighting games because it's just how it is peer-to-peer and all that it, it's a little rough all right yeah um so so with that actually so we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick quick uh uh deviation break on the to talk oh. uh yeah let's go with deviation break on the to talk slash uh uh our, our our philosophies on on net play and what our thoughts are and actually let's get to some of the news that we have locked and loaded i know we kind of like jumped into some hella heavy talk off the rip <laughs> but Let's talk about some heavy hitters that got announced. So let's actually go right to SNK with KOF 15. Uh, we got ourselves an announcement for the first uh, free piece of DLC uh, for, for the game. And if you've you know been covering the game or even you know, keep an eye on things like the leaks and stuff that we've been covering and, and reported on, Rugal was on that list. Uh, not this particular version. I didn't really expect Omega Rugal to, to drop. I thought it was just going to be vanilla. Um, but yeah, this he the big body himself, Mr. Red Eye, is is showing up, and that super is still so dope to watch. Straight to the wall, Scully just showing up. The fact that they still kept that in is fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been showing off. Uh, I don't know if there was a, a release date at the end of this, but I you know after looking at yes, what his uh, gameplay is bringing, oh gosh, <laughs> I wonder if he's gonna end up being like. Like, first of all, Mexico was like, well, no one, we're never going to get this because we're not letting this motherfucker play ever. We're just banned on sight. On, he's, my man just getting shot on sight. We ain't letting him come out. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I got some real, especially with this outfit, I got some real bison vibes from him. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, they've, they've had their interactions if you guys follow us on instagram you know we posted about special intros and rugo and bison definitely had a special intro in like the cvs2 and shit uh but this fucking armored ass gundam ass i saw max uh maxima once uh now i like what i saw and i'm gonna copy the drip i i've never seen this before uh I've, has this yeah. been a thing in no. SK before like i have not seen this design not to on my knowledge yet. i just see the lasers and okay. i just think about right, it. I'm brand new to me man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. He was yeah, like, like Kazuya and Devil Seven just going off. <laughs> I, I like, I like what I'm seeing. Let me copy what, that. Let me cop that real quick. What if like uh, the yeah, next? Like said, what if like the next CVS 
three, like next CVS is not CVS three. It's like SNK, like uh, SNK Street Fighter and Tekken put together all in one game. That's and not it's, CVS. It's I know fucking, it's not CVS, but they use the CVS system. Else. No, but it's be uh, wild, no, right? That would be fire. Well, God, I mean, we've already seen it. God Ruga, I felt was more memorable than like any boss. So for him to be like this in this game is very reminiscent of that, and I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. I find yeah, I find it dope. I find it interesting because everybody was confused if they was gonna be like too overpowered or anything like that because you know it's Omega Rugal, you know it's like bro, bro, the like boss said, character. Mexico, instantly so. Mexico's like but, nope. Anybody seen playing this guy? <laughs> Ban that man. But I feel like they, they do a good job, like usually toning down these these really broken characters to make them more playable for us. So I think this time around they're looking at that because people want Rugal. You know they wanted. Rugal. We don't know which version people really wanted. Probably, probably not this version. But, yeah, I don't know. If they were. You know, they probably wanted one, that regular. But... You know, with the Panther come out or Jaguar. I don't know which one. I think it's a Jaguar, right? Um, yeah. But like, this is still cool because all of it's free. You know, we yeah, don't know how to pay for it. The so. new, the, a, new, a new game mode that came with it, where it's like, I, I don't, dude. I don't know if it's an Elden Ring thing and motherfuckers on that masochist grind right now. Fuckers just like want to get beat up on, but like <laughs> this adding is like uh, a brand this brand new mode where it's just like you're fighting him, and I'm assuming this is like unfair '90s AI level of fucking boss shit where it's reading your inputs and everything, and it's gonna fuck you up. I'm like, damn, this gives me I like don't know who asked runs. for this. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to be able to win, but oh. damn, who the fuck asked for this? Right, mm-hmm. like who the fuck well, asked? I think uh, it's <laughs> straight up. Also, uh, winning gets you a stage. A uh, what's it? The skin oh, itself. The skin itself, yeah. right? That's and what also, it is. Also, uh, music probably. What does it say it right here at the end? Should say it. Let me see. Or it just shatters all what? expectations, or not? Yeah, it just know. shatters all expectations. Okay. Yeah, your expectations that you thought they were going to tell you, <laughs> yeah. they did not. I, I do, That's I do like that they're doing this ultimately because at the end of the day, this is also looking at the content creators making more content. Uh, in yeah. my eyes, like they're putting more. And this is what we talked about when DJ Wee was on the show. We said they have to put more, maybe possibly put more content into the game for people to play, right? So this may not be for us competitors. This might be more for the casual who's like, man, I want a challenge, right? That's not a real person, but I want a challenge to make me feel like there is some, some um, consistency with seeing certain things happen. And you're like, okay, eventually I'll get used to this versus fighting somebody online all the time. And it's ever changing, right? So this, I think, is good for the casual players to get more into, and that's where we're kind of missing in a lot of these games. And I'm kind of happy to see this come back because we kind of had this in the arcade mode for CVS too, where you know you had to do specific things to unlock them. You know, yeah. perfect somebody three, t- you know, perfect arcade mode three times in a row. Then you get like certain characters to come out unlocked at the end. So this is kind of cool to see, just more accessible. Yeah, little bit, little bit of that that old school, old school arcade flair here. But we'll. Uh, oh God, I am not looking forward to that shit. You know they were fucking. Memeing. They were like, "Yo, put up a montage of everybody just getting fucking DP with that double swipe," and it's like, oh, just do it over, do it over again, because this is what you're gonna see. This is just this is gonna be a lot of your gameplay as you're playing. You're like, God, fucking damn it! Like, I'm telling you, they're gonna they're they're foreshadowing. Like, you will get hit. There ain't no if ands or buts about it. There's gonna be some bullshit coming in this mode, but. Regardless, it's free. Not going to hurt your wallet. Why the hell not? You can potentially get a new skin, new soundtrack, new fucking background. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it. I like the idea of that. That's like an actual like kind of, you know, we were talking earlier, kind of like a free-to-play model-ish kind of thing you could do is where you can 
integrate content into it that helps unlock a bit more. It doesn't mean I have to unlock the character. The character is already free. But imagine if they also, you know, what is it? Smash did that uh, for Sephiroth, right? When he got announced, it was very like, hard. You could play him early if you could beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the way it worked. You could play him early if you could beat him. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. It was so that hard. I think the the uh, yeah. the Master Ryu and uh, what was it Lady Chun Li? Those bosses were hard. I didn't. I don't even think Shadow, I beat the them. Shadow, Shadow Lady. Lady. Yeah. In oh, you mean five? Yeah, that shit was bullshit. Yeah, that was bullshit. No, at that point, Capcom was just like, "Look at these fucking morons." Uh, we put rockets in the game, and y'all still wanted to fight. You brought fists to a rocket fight, dog. Wrong place for that. Uh, but yeah, Rugal, so he'll be coming out. I think what was the date again? It was like the nineteenth, April fourteenth, April fourteenth, Oh, 14th. Okay, right around the corner. Uh, so yeah, literally a little over two, uh, three weeks. We're gonna be seeing a new boss show up um and we do still have we have team garu that is out now we'll yeah. we're actually not going to do like a review on them yet because i haven't a chance to mess around with it and i know mez is definitely messing around with that team i'm getting a chance tonight, components yeah. there uh yeah. so we'll be kind of coming back yet, to team bad. garu afterwards to 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 check him out and then we still have the other team what was the other team um nobody uh, south town team team south town team south town yes. nobody care about south town bro the kane yamazaki and geese <laughs> i don't care it's all, it's all about garu yeah that's right that's right that's right all right, so that does it for SNK. Now we're moving on to, uh, let's see, you know, we're, this is just going to be the fucking Arxis block at this point. Listen, uh, I care about this, okay? Uh, all right, I care. Well, I freaked started, out. Care. <laughs> we'll, I freaked go, out. we'll go the other way. We'll take it, we'll take it the other way. So Ooh. we'll go with DNF first. We'll go okay, with DNF okay. first. All right, Meza. All right, Meza's so like, DNF got some is. love on a character that we were already aware of. This is yes. not actually not new. Right. Uh, the character themselves is not new. It's not a new real announcement. We already saw either it was a clip or screenshots of said character by the time we were done the beta in February. Uh, it was like right after the, 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 the beta got done. Uh, but it's Ghostblade, but now we got to see some gameplay. So this was all being announced uh, during the Arc Revo Finals. Uh, uh, we got more on top of this, but I mean, first impressions off the rip, Meza, you're the, you're the resident DNF expert. Yes. Uh, how's, how's the gameplay looking? Uh, honestly, he looks very similar to his actual playstyle. Obviously, he's not going to have every single move because there's like 30 moves. But for what I see, they kind of captured as much as they could without uh, using his actual summon itself a part of a lot of the combos, even though he would. But, you know, a lot of the, movement, a lot of the moves are the same. They're very well translated over. And I said they would be, but keep in mind, as I've said before, this is the one of the only other characters that is later that they're releasing that was further along. He's not one of the main core first additional mm-hmm. uh, DNF uh, characters that was released in the beginning of the game. When uh, and when I'm talking about the original DNF, the side scroll and beat him up. Uh, so he is one of the newer characters, fairly new when we say that because there's so many other new characters. But he is one of the newer characters, newer variations of of a char- of the regular slayer uh male slayer so this is it's kind of the opposite of berserker stuff like that so with that being said i think he plays very i think he looks like he plays very well very balanced and aggressive has these command grabs possibly command grabs uh because obviously in my game it's completely different they're just grabs you just gotta accept it you either move out of the way or you don't but uh, in this game i think they're gonna make them more hit hits hit grabs or uh, just combo mm-hmm. extenders so i think it's really cool that they did it this way it gives me kof fives and you said hit grabs it scares me Mm-hmm. They're pretty cheap well, in I, KOF 2002. Lucky, did you rock the the beta at all? Did you did you play DNF when when Cats was all over it? Oh, sorry, were you asking me? 
<laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> nine. Yeah, did you did you did you rock no, any of it? I played DNF back in the day, like DNF online, but I never. Uh, oh, okay, I never, okay. I never touched this. But you didn't get a chance to check out the. Nah. the this? What what are you feeling? What are your thoughts on it? You're like, damn, everybody got to have a fighting game nowadays. Uh, huh? I mean, I'm looking more forward to the league fighting game than I am DNF, to be honest. I mean, like I said, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's absolutely yeah. That facts, we keep yeah. it keep it a hundred. Absolutely, that's fine. Um, I I am a fan. Of, like I'm kind of more in your camp there. I'm a fan of DNF myself. I played it a little bit. I love the design of the characters. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's Arxis has just been knocking it out the park. So you know, they're like everybody's just getting on them. You know, whether whether it's for uh, you're doing you know Dragon Ball, you've got fucking. Grand Blue, you've got this. Like they're just, you know, help, like just helping. They're working create, on the My Hero like, game. They're doing a the lot. My Hero game, yeah, exactly. They're just like giving an IP, and they'll they'll make it look good. They have that distinct style and look that you know they're they they've been fucking perfecting for a long time since Exert really dropped. Um, but I am definitely more on your camp in terms of I'm a little bit more looking forward towards Project L. The thing that's a trip though, on top of this character being announced though, which is what we've been kind of speculating for a while is the release which we did actually get uh, a second trailer that came out or rather this was the ghost blade trailer then they had the uh arxis world tour arxis works world tour awt uh announced and the two games that are rocking it are going to be dnf duel and strive makes perfect sense but making up for you make it make it up for evo yeah exactly that's what i'm saying but that's the but the other part is that we were Sure, we were assuming it wasn't going to make it to Evo because of most likely what the uh, release was going to be. And we were all speculating that, but in the trailer, it actually got to give us the actual release date, which ends up being, what is it? I think it's supposed to be it June? Is the 28th. Yeah. June 28th, uh, which would have given, what, maybe a month before Evo? Yeah. A little bit, little bit yeah. more than a month. And so it's like, that's, that's kind of cut and close. You can't really fucking make it a main game within a right. month. And like, because, you know, this. Keep it a hundred. Keep it a full hundred. The game was solid, but we only had, had it issues. for like what two days. Yeah, we it had the issues. That's two days. We they don't know what other issues might come up. It might be a jumbled mess that of like tech that people find and break the game and make it really not fun. And now <laughs> you committed to making it a main game. Like they were just definitely fucking dodging that bullet, like straight Neo. It, it so might be smart. I, I can't, I can't blame them. But that doesn't mean it's not getting support. So fuck it. If they're not doing it, like you say, Arc, Arc uh, World Tour is gonna is gonna have it. So you know, 100 G's up for grabs between these two games. So I'm it's easy. Gonna fit Don't worry. Top, so there's only we'll two see. people who are gonna get it. So it's oh, either me okay. or another person. Oh damn. Okay, y'all heard it here first. Yeah, y- y'all heard it here fucking first. I wasn't. I wasn't fucking kidding when I said it. He said, I- "I'm getting the." All right. All right. We're gonna look back. We're gonna look back on this, yo, uh, Nephi. We're gonna when we it's a year from now. When it's like a where, year where, from where now, we're, we're, we're going to bring you back and we're going to be like, yo, what did Meza say? <laughs> I'll say it right now. Infiltration. 1v1 me. First to 10. Day one. Let's see how you do. Then we'll 1v1 at Arc Revo. Let's see how you do. Still oh get fucking God. smashed. I know what will happen. Download okay. complete. All right. All right. Um, All right. Yeah, on my side. Um, but no, there's also an additional character that uh, was kind of oh, yes, uh, showcased yes. there. Kind of like teased in here. Yeah. Do we? Do you know who that was? I actually, actually do. Chance to confirm. Um, yeah, I actually made a video, video of the date. I made a video literally the date the next I day. It. I meant to do it the day of. Oh, I know you did. Um, <laughs> this is going to be the female mechanic. Uh, she is a base character. Well, 
she is one of the ver- variations of a base character that came out later on down the road. Uh, we didn't get a lot of female characters uh, throughout the first beginning period, but Korea was a little bit ahead of us. Female mechanic is kind of pseudo one of the, the base characters. We consider them one of them. She is volatile as hell. There is a lot of problems that where people are going to see. We don't know what her actual playstyle is going to be. There's been some talk on the cover that she's holding a uh, mel- female launcher's weapon, but that's not her suit. So we don't really know what they're giving us, if it's going to be some pseudo mixture. But I'm going to say that they're going to stay true to it. They're going to give us exactly what we're at, what we're used to seeing, which is the female mechanic who will use robots more. And you guys heard me probably say before, I was like, oh, Ranger doesn't use the walking robot. She will use walking robots. She will use detonating robots as well as her thing called G Corona, G1 Corona, G2. Uh, you know, they have different variations, G1, G2, G3. And they're all different types of uh, mechanical robot things that allow for her to have a different play style. Very back and forth. She's like a Lear Barrel and volleyball. She could do it all. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how much that uh, goes. And like I said, one year from now, we'll, we'll, we're going to rewind the tapes. Rewind it. We'll see what you, we'll, how you do. We'll we'll see when we have. A we gotta figure out a punishment. Stream. We gotta figure out a punishment. You know what? No, we're gonna do it right now. Mm-hmm. Lucky, a punishment right now. You're, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Good. If Meza don't win, what's he gotta do? What's the punishment? Because we're gonna look back at this vibe. Uh, wait, what did he say he was gonna win? Them. Evo or Arcade? No, Evo? he says he's gonna win. He's gonna win uh, AWT. Uh, I said there's only two people who can win it. It's myself or my partner. So. Because uh, okay, me and him are gonna be the only ones in grand people. finals. I I really don't know. Myself or Swillow. What what, what would cons- what would right. consider a be to be a punishment? It could be anything. So, like like anything. It could be like yo eat you know eat the hottest you know one chip challenge. It could be yeah. whatever like something something like that. It could be as dumb as that or I'm just I don't thinking know, of something stream, stupid you forever... that he, that benefits me as a punishment. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just say that. Just, go for it. Go for it. Just be like I don't know. Put Nephi as your tag, like the beginning tag as your org tag for for six months or something like that. How about that? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> so every tournament you go in, I like that. So the same league go. tattoo. So you gotta put you gotta put Nephi dash. On every, every tournament right. you compete afterwards, exactly, he has to slap that. He has to slap it. There you so go, right Nefa, there. We're gonna look Nefi, back on this. Meza, right. <laughs> there you go. I gotta be like, huh? Bam! It's fun. That's what you have to do. There you go. There you go. That's that's the punishment we gotta hear. That's a contract right there. <laughs> All right. So with that, uh, let's jump onto the next Arxis project that went down, uh, making hella hella waves. Uh, let's go to the small stuff real yes, quick. So uh, small, they make huge stuff. The I'm small sorry. stuff. I know well, what you the mean. Small stuff. Yeah, this. The, well, the they have a new mode. Speaking oh, of the that, modes, that right? Is SNK ain't yeah. the only one that yeah. brought up a new mode. A free update's coming out for you to actually have fucking uh, figurine. This is interesting. Uh, a figurine setup, which it's just a much more in-depth version of the one that was in Exerd. Uh, looks sick. I like the idea. All the Guilty Gear content creators or future content creators or, or YouTube fucking posters are going to have are gonna plenty have of material to make their fucking thumbnails and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, I forgot about that. My God. Yeah. Uh, so so it's just a really, really, really in-depth just posing system here for different characters, different poses. You got some particle effects. You got like filters. Yeah, Good it's lighting. it's. So basically, yeah, it you're just basically, making the game. It's all it's Instagram within fucking Guilty Gear, but it's only stuck on Guilty Gear. That's about it. That's literally what we're looking at right now. Uh, but that's fun though. That's I, I dig it. Um, 
you know you don't have to wait for the modders to do some wild camera mods to 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 let you have it you can actually do it in game um so good on them and it's a free update you know what like i said free content not going to uh not gonna uh, uh you know be upset about that um the next piece that got announced uh which is a season two announcement trailer for guilty gear is come through we'll, we're going to talk about that last character in a second obviously for season one uh but season two got announced so we're getting four more characters as of right now they could add a fifth if they wanted to but four more characters right now for season two has been planned there's no dates there's nothing past that but we expect some more content and what i think is the biggest and like they even fucking put it in big old bold letters before you even got to it in suspense because they knew how much of a big fucking deal this was yeah and literally, I was about to tweet out a, the, the Tyler, the creator meme, the one where he's like, that was a fucking lie, because I thought about it, and I was like, wait a minute, they said they were going to do this like a year or so ago, and I've yet to hear about it. And I was like, I was about to literally tweet from the Double Tap account, be like, Arxis, you fucking lied to us. Thank God I didn't, because then mm-hmm. they sure enough came through with their promises uh, of crossplay in the game and it's actually been announced with season two so it's not out now it's going to be coming down the pipeline but actual official crossplay between console and steam is a thing praise be the online tournaments are now going to get way more competitive they're gonna have way, way more numbers and you're gonna play with way more people so it's a fucking win rollback crossplay those are literally the top two things you should have that make your game really flourish right now and the fact that arxis has for one been listening right you know Good job on the uh, good job on the community for voicing it and yeah. telling them and, and just yelling and be like, we really want this. We're, like we're telling you, we want this. And they actually fucking listened, especially with those feedback forms. It was three things: rollback, crossplay, bike and titties. That's all they wanted. <laughs> and so far, they are three for three. That's four. It's things. fucking okay. amazing. I, I am uh, technically four things, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I, um, I'm just curious yeah, for one it, thing: it, if uh-huh. they do this. Because I know this option is set for many other games. Even Street Fighter has this option to be able to yes, turn off crossplay. Street Fighter does have. Yes, yeah, Street Fighter 5 did have that. To be able to turn off the crossplay. So, so as long as they could turn off the crossplay. Oh, speaking on fine. that, for the so, PlayStation, uh, that's my only thing. Uh, like you know, the League series, are, is PlayStation going to allow crossplay, or is it just? I, I never understood like with because like Tekken doesn't have crossplay. That's right. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 actually very very interesting. Because I mean, it's really down to the public. It's the publisher as well. Yeah. It's like, well, this is our game. You know, we we do support all these, and I am like, technically, that PlayStation series. I don't know. You know, that's a that's a really fucking. And do good TOs question. allow it? Um, like, are they going to allow PlayStation and Steam Crossway? Right. I mean, I I mean, I'll, the difference. The main difference is right are things like input yeah. lag. Yeah. Right, is one of the biggest factors between the games right now. The delay between um, console and PC. Yeah. Yeah, the delay between them. Uh, that that that's like kind of like the biggest factor I see outside of that. The games run well, like they run pretty much in tangent. Um, yeah, PS Five especially outside of, outside of very outside of yeah outside of very 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 particular and minute setups like having a fucking overclock monitor, yeah. you're getting crazy low latency. You're, you're you're literally killing the latency. As of right now, PS Five um, is terrible. Outside for of it. that. <laughs> Technically, right now, PS5 is the worst. PS5 yeah. is the worst input lag. PS4, then comes Steam. Yeah. But you know what? It's it's up to the player. If you are the one playing on that setup, it's not like a gun was put to your head and it's like, this is, this is what, what you're using. Really, yeah. it's up to the player. 
Exactly. So that that you can't fault a TO for that. But a TO can now open the fucking floodgates and be like, I'm no longer having to run a PC version of the tournament or a console. I could run both. As long as there's no crazy detriment. If there is no insane issue like connection problems between a Plastine player and a console player, I can see that happening. But we're just going to have to wait and find out. But still, this, I think, was the biggest takeaway. I know we're about to jump into the last character, and it's going to be hype. I think this was like the biggest thing they could have done and announced and gone forward with because it's going to be like I said, it's they've Arxis has been kind of like the the has been setting the bar ever since like that plus R version that had, you know, fucking rollback that everyone was losing their minds about. I still want the fucking replay system from Plus R in Strive. Yeah. That shit was amazing. Where you can just run back a replay and play yeah. exactly from that moment and have it all play back exactly correct and you can change inputs and, and see setups and that that is one of the, but that's like a, a nice to have. Yeah. That's not a that's feature a that I'm like everyone's not going to use. Yeah, it's not a necessity. This was a necessity, I think, at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Rollback and crossplay. If you want your game to survive, you need to at least at a minimum have crossplay. And if you want your community to be as wide as possible and have the biggest reach, have to have the crossplay involved. Otherwise, like you're you're still going to have that support, but when you realize, you know, one scene is way bigger or it's kind of seen as the more competitive one, maybe even the most optimized one. And but then another scene kind of gets, you know, gets smaller because they can't play the same or can't even play those other players. Like, you know, you're you're kind of just shooting yourself in the foot. Like just straight out. So this was for me was just like, oh my God, I'm so, so fucking stoked. Because there's plenty of players I want to play. But like I, I don't I don't like to play yeah. on console. I, I myself I, I just either. I just don't. I play on PC nine times out of ten. So it's like I'd rather just be able to play with y'all, even if you don't. If you don't have a PC, that's fine. But I still want to play with you. But it's like you, know, you get that weird like, it's okay. For oh, I want to join this tournament. Oh, I don't have this. Or it's like, yo, you trying to play sets? Yeah. It's like, oh wait, fucking, do you play on console or PC? It's like I play on console. It's like, oh, it's okay for the record. Fuck, BB, that's where BB Tech fucked up too, and now nobody plays on PC. It's just all console. So is it even yeah. with rollback? So doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah. So this was, I think, the biggest. Uh, the biggest announcement, but we're going to roll it back to what a lot of people have tripped out about. Um, I don't know if you had a chance, Debbie, to, to see the trailer as well. Um, I know you, you oh, saw uh, it Slash. This is all fucking happening in one. <laughs> yeah, my man. My <laughs> man. Instantly knew. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. That's the first. I went, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh shit. Either it's, yeah, I was like, who is this Caitlyn from League? <laughs> Zatanna looking fucking slash character that just showed up on my screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm mean, so I was mad. already for it, but then I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Testament. I just sent you my clip of it. And I'm like, because I've been talking on the show that I've wanted Testament on the show. I mean, on the show. Testament, come on the show. <laughs> uh, I've been wanting Testament <laughs> in the game the for a while now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right? like, I mean, Dre wasn't far from it one one time. Uh, crash tag. Yeah, here. I used to. I used to. I used to have the hair and all hair. crazy. <laughs> but um, no. It, even from the trailer, I could tell. Like, uh, I I'm mad because I couldn't tell from the song that it was an homage to the original song in the original in the Missing Link Guilty Gear. Um, yep. at the same time, the the neutral the stuff is still there more or less. Um, yeah, the, the, dirt is that, the dirt. The dirt McGirt is there. It's just yeah. in a different coat of paint. Right. We don't I have like the, the the webs. Yeah, exactly. Thank we got God. the the succubuses. Oh you could tell from the trailer the succubuses actually activate and they're like things to like teleport through. The design is pretty dope. Like somebody's like, oh, it's cool that he, they have a staff, and I'm like, they have a scythe. Please put that away. 
Like, come on. <laughs> You're not even looking at the real trailer. Then you have this trailer here that, that shows all of the things, how to do them. And I'm ready. Well, when they ready. throw the ready to finally out, actually take use... the Grim Reaper and slice them, mm-hmm. that's like the coolest shit ever. <laughs> Oh yeah, that <laughs> shit was like sometimes sometimes you just need to get a little injection of like yo this game is is fucking metal dude like it is about oh, yeah. that this rawness is, yeah. that's like, why I like rain Justin and blood so is yeah. a move in here mm-hmm. like it, it it is all about that shit and sometimes people can kind of might forget cuz they'll see a character like Ram like oh that's cool but like no no it's about death destruction and just fucking ah right all that, that like that's that dice case vision is that at the end of the day and that's what was missing um, from this game especially without the destroys i think um, yeah yeah especially yeah, yeah especially without you know the, the, i mean the, God forbid the gothy fucking... type of like the the metal type of even the ui being so like like just it's strong. not as red you're yeah. not seeing red metal you're not seeing oil mm. you're not seeing gears and chains yeah. and shit it kind mm. of like pulled it away, which right was one of the reasons people were like what the fuck like this doesn't look like guilty gear yeah. um I mean, but they definitely came faust. through with testament's design <laughs> yeah sounds like definitely <laughs> definitely came through with testament's yeah. design here um i'm super super stoked as to yeah. how they look um obviously the biggest one of the biggest changes it's just you know i just let's just put it out there like testament has always been testament testament has always been kind of androgynous even from the earliest days that's always been the look of the character uh they're just taking it to another level which is like that's fine at the end of the day it's Mm -hmm. all about having a dope character to play with an awesome play style that lets you kind of explore and and do dirt and shit and make your opponent mad right um unfucking holy diver is a move like, that is so sick like <laughs> you know ugh, that's so raw it's <laughs> unholy diver dog right. if you know yeah, you know you know um mm-hmm. but sickest song ever yeah so <laughs> test right dude like it's Let's fucking crazy it's so it's so awesome <laughs> facts hard facts um so yeah mid disgusting. mid-range you know mid-range character we've got like you know we got a really long weapon uh, so she's gonna be, or excuse me, they're going to be uh, mid rangey. Gonna have the projectiles, and you got the stain state, which is gonna help you know get like an after. Uh, what is it? A hit confirmed that you can have afterwards, considering with yeah, succubus is explained well. And you got, and you got a teleport. Yeah, it's gonna once once well, we once it comes that, out. technically the the character oh, yeah. is still a yeah, trap yeah. character. At the end of the day, testament had webs and trap setups. This is the same. Just different, but slightly format. different. Just looks exactly. Different. It's 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 the same, but looks different. That's really what it is. Um, there was no way you were going to get a fucking testament from Plus R. Like no, the PTSD not. alone that I have from playing. Shoutouts to MJ. Uh, uh, for playing MJ in 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 Plus R. Uh, is is fucking incredible. And and he was one of the newer bloods when it came to Guilty Gear. When when the old heads had their fucking the the real OGs of the fucking game that we're playing this character to like those incredible levels like yeah it did not it was not a two-player game it was like okay i got hit next round so what you mean we're 98 seconds in and you only lost 10 percent. like nah like i i'm dead like y'all don't realize i am fucking a walking corpse right now um we're not gonna see that here thank god (laughs) but she but excuse me they have some fucking dirt so they have uh uh reversal deep uh, it looks like reversal super with super invo on it just like in plus r mad range teleports traps yeah we're gonna be interrupting strings like like they're going to be a problem yeah. off the rip high lows fucking how do i forget I, that i just In, need to high see lows from mid-range i'm scared of the this RC. is who i'll play this is who i'll play for the time mm-hmm. being i think it'll be a character that fits kind of what i want to do i wanted that zato slash kai mix in there i got the buttons i got the traps huh. 
That's kind of that's kind of a good that's actually kind of a good comparison there. And then I also uh, have to they rush do kind of feel like they they do kind of feel like like a mix between the two because you know Vanilla Kai, Mister Ordinary Ordinary King over here has some incredible buttons. Like has had one of the hardest power creeps I think in this game that some people just don't realize. But some of the buttons Kai has are just so strong, and and Testament is looking to still have that same kind of control in that same range as well. Um, but then you've got like the dirt with the, the assist me, basically it's an assist me character as well, like Kanai Ozato is. Um, so we have four different specials, two supers. This character, like I said, I, I've been playing the game since day one. This character is is got the inklings of being good. The frame data is gonna show different. You know, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. what the fastest no buttons jab. are gonna be. <laughs> but like, but it don't matter because at mid range, of course, they will excel. Of course. And that's why they got to wake that's up, just like, uh, just like uh, Ramlethal over here. But anyway. This right here, by the way, is your 6P, right? What We're just going to watch. This is 6P. I guarantee you this is 6P. Hold on. Wait for the hand wait to come out. It. I'm doing this shit frame by frame. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that head in. Look at that head invo, baby. Well, there's no hurt box there and get countered. Yeah, that's 6P right Aye. Okay. Okay. That is already looking gnarly. Now, I don't know how high that is, but that's. They ripped uh, their arm off just like before. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. that top hat is never coming off the dome, ever. Look at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, this character is gonna be fun. <laughs> but yeah, a a you know what's funny? I would say a fan favorite, but actually, Testament didn't even make those early lists outside of Europe and Asia. Remember when they did the the big polls for like, oh, what characters would you love to see in Strive those years back? And like, Viking won three out of the four regions. Testament was only in two, mm. which is interesting. Um, so I was wondering if they were still looking at that or at this point, Testament's going to be much more involved in well, what is also the a lot upcoming next story. Next to Bridget, yes. But I think this is more of an angle of the story because remember, they're going to release the second part of the story as well with Testament, new stage, uh, new tracks, and story. So we're going to see what you know other characters were doing that we didn't see in the main, in the main story, like your Rams, your Faustas. Viking for sure. She's been getting alluded to a lot of different pieces with like what is it, Bedman's uh, sister Delilah, um, and I'm assuming Testament is also going to be a part of that because they they're they're kind of redconning some things, but then yeah. you know they're they're doing a lot of character development with this character already. Just just going from like I don't know if you've seen, but Testament has like 30 plus hobbies or some shit officially <laughs> written down in the bio, and it went from like two to three. Like I hate this. I only love blood and death. To like oh I like fishing. I like books. I like style. I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? Apparently, Testament has had a a life of of redemption and enjoyment, living with some old the old couple that Luxury. found Dizzy. The old couple that found Dizzy is who Testament has been staying with, and some people are speculating that that old couple is Slayer and and Sharon, because oh. technically they are old. And I was like, oh, that that could make some sense, because uh, then that's how you would tie uh, Slayer into all this. But yeah, so I, you guys are clearly for it. Imagine oh, yeah. you're, you're gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna play picking it. them gonna up. Play yeah, you're gonna pick uh, pick them up. Uh, Gabe, what about you? Are you, yes. are you, gonna, are you gonna try yes. out Testament Instant day one? Yes. I need I need new fresh like character, especially after playing KOF and so many like I'm playing more KOF than this, and this is refreshing. So I, mm-hmm. I Guilty Gear has always been one of my favorite games, and that's what I'm gonna play. But KOF right you, now Nephi, has yeah, uh, yeah. has priority. Uh, what about you, Nephi? Have you have you dipped your toe in any of the Guilty Gear? Uh, yeah, uh, I've played since um, Accent Core, uh, but just mostly casually. Oh, damn! Okay. Um, 
Okay. Uh, so you yeah. know. You but know. I, I, I'll, I'll you stick know. with okay. Eno and Biken, like the degenerate I am. So. <laughs> there you go. That's fine. That's fine. My, you got you got two, two degenerates here. Yeah. I'm Biken main, and you got freaking static yeah. down there. It was an Eno main since yeah. day one. That's so, so weird. Forever. I've been playing guys in this game. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, what are you talking about? You play Milia. I, I did. I did. You play Milia, Kai, Zato. You just play everybody. Milia, Milia just, was like be- the fail safe if I didn't want to play those other characters. Yeah, you were playing Milia. Kai still has blonde that hair, blue eyes, you know? Now you'll play a yeah, gear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play, or like a, like a, a, what is it, an artificially made gear, right? Because like, I, mean, I can't play Disney. That's that got kidnapped uh, or something like that. What's it called? What's the the the, the, the thing? Justice. Yeah. Justice, Justice did things. Yeah. <laughs> Justice yeah. did things. Uh, remember the first game, just Testament so ahead and sacrificed himself by yeah and all yeah. that. Anyway, yeah, Testament has died that's... like twice. Yeah, Testament has died twice already in this game. So okay, satanic, sa- satanic shit. It's all good. Yikes! <laughs> no man, it's magic. It's magic. <laughs> magic that's what we're going with. <laughs> that's what it is. What the fuck? It's sure. dust, baby. Dust and shit. That's all magic. Yeah, all right, anyway, that's lore. Yeah. So so Tess got announced. I'm super stoked. Everyone's fucking super hype. If you if you just want to see what overall like Arxis is looking like uh, at this moment, uh, you go no further than this picture here. Uh, crossplay, obviously crossplay between PlayStation and Steam. Season two is announced with free digital uh, figure mode. Testament revealed alongside a new stage and soundtrack, and of course, like I said, new story mode. That that literally sums up how the internet has taken it in. Arxis right now is just fucking killing the game and in a good way not in a, not, in a, not, in a, not in an actual like killing the game that <laughs> way all right so so with that uh one 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 thing we're gonna hit in randoms before we actually kind of get to the the bigger point here that we got a nephew on for and, and it's something i'm sure like i said i don't know if you got a chance to see the trailer you obviously saw that it went down and it is of course the netflix series uh for tekken bloodline we have got the official trailer to it uh, we get to see a young Jin. We get to see Mama June and a bunch of other characters, including, like you said earlier, characters that are fucking brand new to the series, but are sound, somehow now getting tied to the lineage of 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 the game uh, in a form of Leroy. Uh, this shit looks fire. It's, a, it's pretty clean really CG much yeah, compared to what kind of CG anime yes. you usually would see. Yeah. The the other the other anime that kind of that's funny enough is on Netflix is. If if y'all seen it, is Dororo Hidoro. Yeah, yes. That's a good the season. books are fucking raw. Yeah. Uh, let me let me just say right now, the books are raw shit. I love yeah. the books, but the CG it's a it's similar. It's three D, but this is this feels like it's a much more polished. Yeah, it's, stylized the frame rate's version. definitely cleaned up a lot more. Also, yes, yes, absolutely. That um, they're able to get like a flat, uh, still a flat kind of look. But because it's you know in 3D, the How animators obviously had a so lot big uh, there? easier of a time. <laughs> is that Ganryu? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I think that was Ganryu who yeah, brought him bigger into than the. Yeah, there you go. Was it? <laughs> or unless it, it, it might not be Ganryu, yeah, yeah, yeah. just some other yeah. sumo. You know, it does. It, it does have that old like old style look to it, mixed with a little bit of the new 3D, like from like Sinran Kagura and stuff like that. I don't. Uh, like, I, somebody like, pointed it. Like somebody pointed it out, and I'm upset that they did. So I don't know if I want to point it out, but the shadows kind of throw me off. And I said, I said in Twitter, I was like, uh, I think it's just their hitboxes and hurtboxes. <laughs> but you'll notice a shadow <laughs> around them the entire time on every character. And I just destroyed this for y'all. 
Oh, oh, I see what I you're what saying. You like the little uh, triangle, like yeah. diamond triangle. I don't know like, why the it's there. And it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Yeah, it's like kind of ignoring the, yeah, the other the shadows as it changes when you're to show form. It, it just stays on the back. I completely yeah. destroyed this for us. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. Wait, what <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh, Maybe the it's phone. something from outside. Maybe it's from something outside but, seeping. Uh, it moves I hope it's but even if you say it's the windows, those little... It should have yeah. a pattern. The yeah, this a is fucking me up. Straight. Like it doesn't move, right? Yeah, it doesn't change. Hell? It's still on his yeah, forehead. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Now the, the fuck? hand is just like not even the right color, so. <laughs> and it's still there. It looks. It looks like Jin's hairline is constantly on Heihachi's face. <laughs> yeah. What oh, the bad fuck? Movie. I didn't notice this. Already a bad oh, movie. No. <laughs> what the? It's fuck? on Paul's. All right. It's on Leroy. Now the destroys have gone right. from Guilty Gear to Tekken. So destroy. Right. Put the overlay. So, so yeah, like we said here, here's the proof. We're getting fucking Leroy is somehow intertwined. Um, <laughs> did did they? Do we know who Jun's like master was? Like who Jun learned from? I'm wondering if they're trying to maybe bring it back to maybe Leroy because he's like an older character, an older master. Um, I mean, we don't know. This is just speculation. Oh, but like, uh, yeah, Leroy kind was it his family or himself? was kind of screwed over which is why he went to go uh learn but this this is like this is still relatively older leroy at least this design so i feel like this is in yeah. the same time frame of when yeah. that happened that's already happened this is this, as far as i can tell this is like tekken 3 kind of timeline right so yeah yeah it has to be like the tech tekken 2 tekken yeah. 3 area right because by time 3 is it's like uh Jin is yeah. older than what he looks here um yeah, so but we get a we get a glimpse of it at the very end where we actually get to see him fighting uh, what is assuming is the original king. Yeah, because right? you know yeah. if y'all don't know, there's 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 technically been like what two or three, three kings, kings since. Right? Um, it's like three kings. Yeah, the don the mask. Uh, but this is definitely Tekken three Jin by the end that we're seeing here. This could the series might end at this like right like this is and then it's like okay now the Tekken three storyline goes. I don't know if they'll go into the games kind of timeline. God, those shadows are fucking me up even here now. Um, My bad, man. My bad. Oh, like, look at that shit. Like, it just like it's like ignoring. They're like, yo, we gotta get this trailer out. Uh, dude, we're not done the shadows. Fuck it, man. Just do just go off of points. Like, all right. Netflix boop, already boop, paid us. Boop. Hit the pen tool. Let's go. All right, cool. You're good. We're probably done. What it was. Send Netflix that probably, shit. Netflix probably already paid them. They were like, fuck it. It's really just copied yeah. the I, shadow I have a layer and just pasted it on every single <laughs> yeah, concept. Yeah, exactly. Yo, dog, just <laughs> yo, we gotta get this out. We gotta get this out. Let's go. Just copy Shadow the layer. Suck, control J, control J, <laughs> duplicate, duplicate, duplicate. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's gonna be coming out this year. Uh, we don't have a date. We just know it's happening in 2022. So hell yeah. Uh, maybe we'll see a second trailer in in places like, of course, like Evo and such. Uh, or you know, if they decide to announce anything like uh TWT and uh, TWT online or something like that. Um. If it happens, you know, that's that's more marketing avenues for them, uh, for sure. But I think overall it looks sick. Everyone that has seen it has just hyped for it. Um I, and this type of uh this this timeline's kind of like kind of unexplored a bit, like outside of text and maybe some flashbacks. You don't see a, a young Jin like this, and especially seeing Jun fight uh Ogre, right? Ancient Ogre. I mean, we, we knew about a, that lore though. We knew we didn't we see knew about it, the but lore, we knew... but to actually see it. 
Yeah. Oh, the shadows on his fucking hair. I'm so done. I can't watch this. <laughs> All right, I'm getting you. the fuck out of here. Thanks, oh my god, dude, it is fucking me up even it's more. Like I don't know why, because everything else has proper shadowing. <laughs> yeah, because like, everything else has form. But it's like, yeah, let's just fucking put a triangle here. I'll see like, you. Oh, That's my, my time. God. All right. Yeah, thanks for that. No thanks for that, dog. Um. But yeah, so so with that, you know, that's really like the big news that has gone on. That was in the past fucking two days, as you can tell. It's kind of been turning and burning real, real quick. A lot of things went down over the weekend, uh, and we have much more that we want to talk about. We're gonna follow that up on next week's show. But in the meantime, we're gonna hit kind of like our folks attack here, which is the primary reason why we got Nephi on board. Not only to give him community highlights because the man does work, uh, but it's to talk about you know kind of the crossover the potential crossovers we have with fighting games and, and other games. We've talked about it before. There's a lot of skills you can build in fighting games that you can translate these kind of, whether mechanical skills, whether it's your ability to learn matchups, whether it's your ability to, to, to lab and such. It's a very universal that you can pull into other games. Um, and more specifically, we're talking to not only just nephew about it, but also Meza on it. And that's in terms of Naraka, right? Like, so for those that don't know, Nephi, give us the breakdown on what Naraka Blade Point is in case any of our listeners have not heard it uh, or aren't aware of um, it. I'm sure majority of them have not heard of it, mainly because, the I'll be very blunt, the Western marketing for this game has been pretty non-existent or like the, the uh, budget okay. for it has been going to the wrong uh demographics and not to call out the content creators that they invested into but i putting like i'll be very upfront about this 180,000 usd to three streamers that like ended up are mostly first person shooter uh players um that won't gravitate towards this kind of game where it's it's not complicated to learn like the learning tools are there the community is there like if they were buddy systemed up to somebody that understood the game more um they would understand that like everything that someone does is very simple execution, right? Like um, maybe this guy right now is not the best example, but like um, it's all, all very much of the movement is just tapping shift and then W right. Or like canceling very basic mm -hmm. animations. Like it's, it's akin to like um, guns, the duel, but not nearly as insanely complicated where you're doing butterfly cancels and case style and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it, it's more mm -hmm. akin to like if, if Dark Souls, Sekiro and Titanfall to the multiplayer aspect of it, or like even the single player aspect all rode into one and it was more freedom of expression on the movement, but also like fighting game type of punishment and combos and string. Cause like, every weapon that you pick up in this game is the combos are about the same, right? But there, some weapons have more expression, like the katana or the spear or um, the uh, dagger have a little bit more expression on what, how you would use the weapon. The other weapons are more like automatic and you don't need to learn as much, mm. right? They're also enabling because they may, might be like a little too easy to do certain things and give you bad habits. But at its core, it's a, it's a melee-based uh battle royale game there's non-battle royale modes there's like a fighting game type of mode where it's like single elimination 16 person bracket right one-on-one -on -one mini arena mm -hmm. so kind of like for honor and then um there's also like you know a pve mode they recently released which is a lot of fun um there was adjustments made to it so it's more fair but it's like uh infected from halo is like the best way to put it right but with all this core mechanics of complete freedom of movement 
the use of weapons, the uh, character abilities, because it's similar to Apex where you have character abilities um, and then also like the RNG aspect of BR. But this game is incredibly in-depth and uh, with every patch, like they're improving the game immensely uh, in terms of UI, uh, in terms of balance and, and all that kind of stuff. And they're very, they're very quick about it, right? And um, I think there's also like the uh, a bit of a issue of it being a Chinese game and being pay to play. Like most people in the West are used to the, mm. the free to play model for a battle royale. The free yeah. To play. yeah, but this yeah, game yeah. wasn't even supposed to be a battle royale in the first place, right? Even with their original trailer, yeah, it was supposed to be more akin to like For Honor or like Dark Souls or that kind of stuff. That PvP aspect where you have like certain arenas or um, I don't know if it is known as game named uh, uh, Blade Symphony. Where you would fight, and then once you're done in that dojo, you'd fight the next opponent, right, in the next room, or that kind of stuff. And it would be just 1v1, full control of your weapon, full control of your movement, right? And I gravitated towards this game a lot, because I played a lot of um, older battle royales, right? Like uh, H1Z1, or uh, Arma, the Arma 2 mod, PUBG, right? Um, But my main problem with all those games was, like, at its core, it was still a shooter. And like as much as I love to play the shooter occasionally, yeah. I wanted fighting games because like um it's gonna be a weird, but Uncharted was Naraka <laughs> before Naraka came out. Because it had it had that grappling sense, yeah. hooks, it had shooting, it had a lot of climbing, right? A lot of like parkour elements of it, right? And uh even melee base, like the core fist fight kind of stuff, right? Um there's fist fights in this mm-hmm. Right. And they're actually pretty strong to go unarmed because you can't there's a parry mechanic and you can't parry something that if they're not holding a weapon. Right. Um, but it's a really deep game. Um, it's unfortunate that the way they went about the marketing to like the wrong demographics, like I would wish they gave it to like Maximilian dude or Justin Wong and then buddy the buddy them up with someone who plays this game professionally. Right. Which I'll, I'll go into like why this game is uh more beneficial to a lot of fighting game players because there's a lot more money in it because it's a Chinese-based game mm. uh, of a publisher that rivals Tencent and Tencent owns Riot, right? Um, NetEase yep. used to be at a admini- uh, network administration and credit card company before they ventured to the mobile games and it made a, they already had a ton of money to burn and now they made a ton of money off of mobile games and this is their first PC-based IP. Um, in China, like 5.8 million copies of this game sold Right. And there's more players for this than PUBG and League right now. And there's more streamers streaming it. And like all the money's being funneled to this game right now in China. But that's China. Right. SCA, this game is pretty popular, too. Yeah. Uh, But the support for NA and EU is is a little unfortunate right now in terms of like what they're doing. It's changing. Uh, I'm I'm at the forefront of that. I can't talk too much about it, but Mm -hmm. I'm trying to push for like a North American LAN event. Um, I'm trying to push for it to be a esports caster for this game, and I've had response from from the publisher side and developing side. But there's just too many hands in the um, Chinese in the or in right the cookie now. jar of, Ch- of the the Chinese development side because it's all it's all in house in the Ishangjo. They actually built a studio, and it's super weird that they did this. They built a studio in uh, Montreal, uh, in Canada, right? Hmm. It's just like a four hour, four or five hour drive away from where I, where I am in Toronto. And originally, they marketed to the press, like Western press, hey, we're going to have 50% of our player base be outside of China. No, 5.8 million. (laughs) That's 5.8 million Chinese players, maybe 180,000 in Southeast Asia, 
and then less than 20,000 with a combination of NA and EU. The other issue when this game launched is they promised, and in the open beta, they promised they had South American Oceanic servers on launch. Didn't happen. So they had this huge influx mm, of people mm. refunding the game and giving negative reviews because the South American servers don't exist. And you do not want to piss off the Brazilian gamers, which they did. Right. And it was not a cost issue because um, I'll give an example uh, Crossfire. Uh, it's a free to play shooting game. And they, a Garena in Southeast Asia, approached Brazil and be like, hey, uh, do you want this game? What kind of servers can you give us? And the Brazilian ISPs were like, oh, our biggest customer base is gamers, right? So here, it's a free server for you guys to utilize, and it's 2 million players in Brazil are playing Crossfire. Just like that, right? So it, it's just this disconnect right now that's happening right now. And it just is what I'm passionate about is mm-hmm. try to making the North American and European scene. Because there's a, there's a huge, very dedicated, um, well, not huge, but there's a small, very dedicated community that plays this game and um of course there's a huge chinese north american or vietnamese north american community that and european as well that play this game day to day but they know there's not much support for it right and i know that's changing but it's like eight months down the line since this game came out at this point it it just feels like a little too late Mm -hmm. kind of thing but fingers crossed you know yeah it (laughs) It, it it's it's tough when yeah you when you go to market and you're pushing like yeah you you only have so much to like capture yeah. right like don't get me wrong so the five point you know five point eight or five point six uh, mil in in China yeah. is already insane but you know I pulled the stream charts up earlier and we're talking on a regular basis hundred twenty k plus yeah. on on Steam it's still it's big being, compared to a fighting game like, <laughs> that's still I mean and then comparing and it, still- it as a, as of right now it was twenty seven thousand which damn near already and that's on the low end yeah, that already eclipses the NA and e- like the, the like NA NA players or or what we're getting on Steam right yeah. now for even something like Rahala that usually tops the charts if you look at the FGC yeah. charts on on Steam and, and keep in mind we we still have a community base that's waiting that was wanting a console. Because it has great controller support, right? This hasn't so, yeah. this hasn't hit console nah, yet. It's only correct? on PC. No, it has not. Only on yeah. PC. Okay, so yeah, so that's an entire other fucking market that hasn't even yeah. been tapped in yet, and that's that's still like that is incredibly strong for a game that you said like my you know it's completely opinion, new IP. Saying, no, like, not right? a new franchise. It's yeah. not like Call of Duty yeah. or not a FIFA, not a fighting game like Tekken or Street Fighter. Yeah, right? com- as f- as fresh as it can come to the yeah. game, right? The real new kid on the block. Um, and you know, it's funny is because the reason we bring up this game is because like you said, there's, there's so many like fighting game players that we talked earlier about diversifying change, you know, like looking at other aspects, like it's okay to still be playing fighting games, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, we keep it a hundred. It's just how it is. We are the kiddie pool of esports. Our price pools are much smaller. It is already niche within niche versus what is accessible to others. This is already a new IP brand spanking new. Sure. You can take on. Chan, you can take those numbers in. The numbers don't lie that there are still way more players in this game alone on a daily basis than there are in a multitude of fighting games are online. Yeah, if, um, remember there was that, like, you have a lot of FGC that plays so many different games, but then remember there was that Rumbleverse game that came out? Yep. Yep. But then it's, where is it now? I don't, I, I don't know if it has no, come yeah, out. No, you're not now. wrong. Um, well, that's that the Nick one, right? No, that's that's Nickelodeon universe. We're talking about Rumbleverse there. Yeah. Uh, oh, that Rumble. Yes, yes, that yeah. that 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 other BR that was like, right. yeah, this 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 guy that wrestling moves and all. This was yeah. like fucking. This was this was just a weird one. Yeah. Um, 
this is, I think, much more on a shallow, on a very, very just like not even a shallow level of like you know when it came, like a lot of fighting game players just kind of revolted to this or revolved. The into dodgeball this game was because, like that too. Oh, knockout yeah, city. The dodgeball yeah. game was also another one. Yep, knockout city. Oh, yeah. You know, there's definitely Start those niches strong. that you can. That game, that game is good though. Strong, but yeah, but it's about, it's about <laughs> it the, gets boring quick. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And those those things they started out a lot of times they just gained traction because PlayStation was like, "Here's a free game." Yeah, or also Fall Guys. They put Fall Guys literally showed up because it. free game or um, yes, you know, Real PSN things. exactly. And, and and like how you were saying earlier, nephew, you know, they were just in front of the right streamers maybe to then market it correctly. Other games have yeah. done it, and I've done it to success. One of the earliest ones to do it to captivate audiences like that was like Apex, Apex Legends. You got your disrespects. You had your fucking courage. You had your ninjas. You had your tit to tap, man. You had everybody playing Shroud, this game you know. that came out of fucking nowhere and just accelerate the, 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 the fucking the the actual viewership on it and the actual you know knowing that it exists and the gameplay and everything and that did all the stuff, the new age marketing for it and look at it now like. If it didn't do that, I honestly don't know if it would have been able to to do what it's able to do. Apex now was interesting because in they never time. even built any hype around it. It's just like here's Apex. No, it just it legit was like, hey, it's yeah. here. You had you had all these influencers just do the work, and it then built from there. Like it's still they still did it the right way where they left it. Like you can still make community events. People can do their thing. They are patching it. They're doing seasons. They're releasing content for it on a daily basis. Not even daily, but like, you know, on, on a seasonal basis, like every new season, there's a new character. Well, you know, they're changing mm-hmm. up the stage. They're, they're kind of like, you know, altering it every season to keep it fresh. Like, they definitely have learned. Don't get me wrong. It's still some of the shit like ranked and stuff is shitty because fucking hackers and all yeah. that stuff. But that's like a Titanfall 2 thing because it was like, you know, it comes from the same engine and shit. Um, but like, that is a perfect example of like having the influence to do that. This game has been able to do it off of the strength of it being from you know China and it, and, and it building it's already set, but in the Western audience, it like I feel like if you're not paying that X amount for getting so and so streamers to show it off, like you said, like your maxes and such that could could yeah you know they it, it's have a bag for them, but then so they could see they could see burn. the similarities that they could sell yeah, it like they're just it's, burning it's, it on it, all the it wrong people. It, it would definitely change it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say this for the record because I can actually say it because I'm not fully 100 percent tied with them. Um, I, I think their choice of streamers were one-offs, and that was the problem, mm. versus like something like Apex, where they had these people who integrated themselves and stayed with playing the game. Like, Look at Dr. Disrespect. He consistently plays, plays Call of Duty. It. It's not like he stopped. Yeah. Or even with uh, Apex at the time, Shroud was still constantly playing it. But when we, yeah. I think when we invite people who are not used to this type of mechanic, hence non-fighting game players, we bring a shooter, per, uh, shooter player into it, they're going to be like, oh, it's cool. But I'm going to go play New World because it's still hot and I just wanted to get the bag versus maybe if we bring someone like Justin Wong, like El, Ch- uh, El Chacote. I, I, sorry if I butchered his yeah. name. He's been playing Chakotay, it. Yeah. He's been playing it since before in beta. He said, I love this game. And mm. it's not like they had to pay him, but you know, they, I'm pretty sure they probably still gave him something and was like, yo, hey, play the game. And I think if we could have a Justin Wong or a Maximilian, who are who are gonna say, oh, I like this style of game. I could see the fighting game esque, and they're playing it from time to time instead of these one offs. The game probably would be a lot better and a better standing in the West at least in North America. It's just I think that's what we're missing versus how these other games got their start. Yeah, and and there needs to be a buddy system to like the dedicated players, like I you know like a top ten player or, or whatever, whoever, just just so that they can sit down with because. 
going into this game, they have that people have that battle royale mentality, and like they don't realize it's mm-hmm. a fighting game at its core, right? There's a lot of animation cancels. Mm. There's a lot of like letting your animation end so that you can do a follow up, right? There's there's clashing, which is like most thing the blocking in this game, right? And um, it's extremely yeah, daunting like with a strike. with a new with a with a new player to play this game because they don't realize like a lot of the things you can't mash, right? Just like fighting games, you can't mash. Um, this game you can't mash. You have to be there's there's all the whole terrain aspect added to it too, right? You're like playing mirror's edge uh titanfall situations where you're grappling and you're like parkouring everywhere around you can attack from hanging off of a wall so movement space yeah, control and, and such i you always know, say its level, it's any tekken player would pick up this game so quickly right because the amount of equivalent mm. korean backdashes and going in and out of the environment background foreground sidestepping and all that kind of stuff this has that Let's feel but right at feel, home. You, you feel like you have way more control over it compared to like in Tekken, where sometimes it's more stiff, right? Like in, in Soul Cal, it's more akin to Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. You have this eight way run, right? And you can move around so much more. Mm-hmm. But then you also have iframes when you tap dodge, or you can like uh, armor through something because uh, in Tekken you can armor through something. You can armor through stuff with focus attacks mm-hmm. in Naraka, right? That's why when I play with people and I mean, is it literally called you, focus attack? It's a though when you're blue, it's yeah. like armoring in Tekken, right? When you do an armor move, but it, but it's yeah, but it's, it's called, called focus, a focus attack in this game. Yeah, focus attack. That it, there's light attacks, yeah. focus <laughs> attack. <laughs> the same parry. terminology, man. It's all yeah. fighting game terminology, right? Uh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Straight up, you're not kidding. And people are actually getting more privy to like fighting game co- like words that we're using too. Like I know Nephi uses them, I use them. And one day I was in a like I was just in a three band or something like that, and somebody was like, they said something. They're like, yeah, I think that's like they're like that's like called a meaty. And I was like, hold the hell up! I was like, how do you know that? You don't oh, even play the, fighting. The, you know what I mean? Like you can the see lingo, the translation the is naturally yeah. coming out, and we haven't even said it that much. So I, I mean, honestly, it, it's just it's such a beautiful game. I'm sorry, I, I'm. I am hard on for this game. This is like when Skullgirls came out. And I was like, yo, Lab Zero, let's go. I, I'm not saying NetEase, let's go, but I'm saying Naraka, let's go, because it has such a, a grandiose ver- variation of what we've probably wanted for fighting game players. And I mean, just to add on a little bit, even just like how you're saying, like with like Soul Calibur and Tech and stuff like that, you know how if you step a certain way, you dodge certain moves. We have that same concept too. You can crouch under specific moves. Yeah, you can crouch. You can just if it's a high step, move, you, you crouch. Know? Wait, horizontals are, are highs, right? Yeah. If it's a vertical move, <laughs> you, you dodge left or right, right? You step left or you step right in Tekken. Everything in fighting game mechanics, you just have to implement it in this with their mechanics and everything falls in together, right? Um, it, it's just hard for people who don't play fighting games, obviously, to pick up. But even if they yeah. don't, they pick it up really quickly um there's a guy named daku he used to play uh call of duty mlg is one of the more more prominent players uh, of this game but this was his first introduction to the fighting game kind of stuff but he stuck with it he just learned from others and we all learned as a community there's no like hidden tech or anything like that i I do think the north american community there are some egos that needs to be checked right um but it is as it's always. just how it is <laughs> right um yeah it is what it is uh but it, it's there are very dedicated discords i mean shout out to morris isle uh with the na one and then shout out to uh uh showbloom for eu uh they they're very very dedicated communities top players they're they're more than happy to teach anybody there's no 
there's no gatekeeping in that sense, right? Of hiding tech or anything like in comparison to maybe some some fighting game communities, there is a bit of a gatekeeping. But like even like the 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 state of how many different genders of people there are playing this game and everyone's no one's judging it's a pretty judgment-free zone for north america and eu of mm. all people of all backgrounds right in, in comparison to maybe some of the, the fighting game communities that we see of late uh, in the past three years of everything that's happened right um it, it's a very it's a very lovely dedicated community there are there are going to be some bad apples there are going to be some egos right but it's As always. just I, I I love this community a lot, and I, I don't want to see this game die in the West, right? So I'm trying to do my best to help with that. That's why I ran tournaments. I'm the la- essentially me and Meza yeah. were like the last standing people to run tournaments for this game in North America in an online capacity. Everyone else just gave up or quit, and I don't blame them because the support just wasn't there from the uh, publishers, right? Um, it's changing finally, maybe, but there's just the global team is super small and it's not like the global team aren't trying. It's just, they don't have the power or the manpower. The yeah, it's like four or five yeah. people like yeah. shout out to Fukuro. He's doing his absolute best to write up all the issues and make sure something changes and something happens. But the communication between one department all the way in Hangzhou and then some people in Shanghai to come all the way back to North America and not utilizing the Montreal mm-hmm. studio, which is only design, no publishing, which, makes no sense in a global sense you build a studio there you think they would go global right but no <laughs> you think yeah right? so well so all so you know guys this is why we wanted kind of to bring this segment because we're all about community here in this in this podcast whether it's our community or of course our brethren that are are playing in others or we're seeing even you know a, a variation our cousins out in the Morocco world that are also you know they're rocking the same lingo they're doing the same thing we we speak the same language we got the same love and passion so uh we wanted to get uh, uh nephew on here to kind of hopefully show you guys that i'm and I, he definitely did um i'm definitely even more interested in playing i've been interested in it for a very long time ever since mezzas played it and i kind of want to dip my toes in it at least and try it out i'm a br cat myself I always go back to Apex though, because I just like movement. That's my big thing is movement. Maybe that's the fighting game player in me. Who knows? But <laughs> shout outs to Nephew, of course, for coming through. Uh, little, we're we're going to kind of close it out on that because we're like kind of over on time. But it's <laughs> all good. So I just want to say straight up, Nephew, thank you very much for coming through on this episode of Double Tap. We appreciate you taking the time to just open open the book and just start Pra- praising the, the the good word of Naraka yep. and and to come support and I, and and I'm sure our listeners are just here and all they um they're, they're just understanding it's all passion it's all out of love and it's coming from the same place that I'm sure a lot of them are in fighting games that you know they're doing too but to close this out let the people know where they can find you what to look out for any shout outs you want to give this is your all spot. right I'm just gonna show something really stupid. So <laughs> oh, uh, go for it. So if you know Lucky Chloe and Tekken. Uh, <laughs> there you go it's, so you can find my handle essentially at lucky Neffy, uh anywhere i will be at combo breaker for sure um hey yeah i will go. be there with nocturnal i'm the actually the partnership manager for nocturnal so definitely check out uh gg nocturnal um uh, that they're a great org that i recently got acquired by um i'm also on uh, also on twitch uh on twitter youtube i'm very active on tiktok especially for uh naraka kind of type content and um shout out to all the discord official discord community people uh osolfo purple madness uh the holding it down for naraka because NetEase, hire them. They would save your global outreach, <laughs> right? Um, and uh, shout out to Fukuro, who's holding it down for the uh, uh, global team for publishing side of NetEase. 
So there you go. So shout outs to them. All love once again, Nephi. Thank you for coming through. And of course, guys, thank you very much for sticking with us on this episode of Double Tap. Of course, you guys can find us at Double Tap FGC on Twitter. Make sure to follow us there. You can follow Meza at Meza FGC, of course, putting in work not only in fighting games, but of course in Naraka with his partner in crime, Nephi, and trying to hold this down here for North America. Then we've got Static Gorilla, of course, as well on Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, that oh, it's also Mass FGC also streaming on Twitch on the same <laughs> handle. So, yeah, catch those guys there. Make sure to go follow. You can check me out at Crash Tag VS. Like I said, once again, follow Double Tap at Double Tap FGC and follow the Master Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network to check out all the other shows here, all the other communities we got. Of course, from our BRs like Apexes to our MMOs like Final Fantasy 14 and WoW. Got plenty to talk about. And there's also some new merch from the Dropping Spicy Boys there. A new mug I kind of want to go get my hands on. So make sure to go check that out. Uh, join us on our Discord, mash.gg forward slash Discord. Go say what's up. Get an FGC flare on. Come say what's up to our community that we have there. We want to play some sets. There's going to be some announcements coming soon due to the tournaments because of the recent announcements going on. I know there's a tournament series that we're trying to get off the ground and actually play with you guys. Uh, be on the lookout for that. But join us there once again, mash.gg forward slash Discord. Say what's up. If you want to get involved in our other uh, segments, like community question, my mains, you know, why you should play. And folks attacks, of course, that's the best way to do it uh, and, and get you guys to get, you know, have a voice out there for the show. We love interacting with you guys. Uh, you guys can support the show by sharing, likes, retweets. We're on Instagram as well. We're on TikTok. Uh, of course, like I said, Twitter. I've been pushing out the social media. Go make sure to follow Double Tap FGC across all social platforms. Give us some love there. And that's what you guys can do. Free of charge. No contributions, no dollars thrown in. But if you got a little extra lunch money or if you know got that you know, got a little one some weeklies or something and you want to support. Of course, we do actually have our Patreon. This is not just us in Double Tap. This is Matt. This is uh, uh, on, on top of all Mash Those Buttons shows. Patreon.com forward slash Mash Those Buttons. You can support the show uh, easily at $1.25 per episode per month. Uh, general support's like $2 a month. And of course, you can join us and have us at $5 for us here for Double Tap. Become X-Factored. You will be an X-Factored member role there in the show, in, in the actual uh, Discord. So you'll know who's got mad love and appreciate anyone that does support here now or in the future. And of course, we have our Teespring stores. We're, we're actually working on some new, brand new designs. But in the meantime, you want to get an OG Double Tap shirt, you can go check that out on teespring.com forward slash stores, match those buttons. And of course, other ways you can support, such as you know subbing here on Twitch, or even on Humble Bundle, we do have an affiliate link. So if you're trying to maybe jump on, maybe you want to cop the Hernoraka or the DLC or something, we do have Humble Bundle affiliate links there. If you want to jump on that even for Steam, for Epic Game Store, for Uplay, and plenty others, all love to those that are doing it once again. Stay tuned after the show to hear more about the other shows on the MTB network. And we will be live once again next week on Monday, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Once again, Nephi, shout out to you for coming through. Make sure to go follow them. All love to the Naraka homies. All love to you guys that are listening. I'm Crash. I'm out. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Later. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 